Hey, Gold Digger. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. The one thing I believe is that we are all here for a divine purpose. Allow me, Rev D, a life coach, to help you see your purpose and to help you achieve your goals. Please subscribe to this podcast and share it with others that could use some inspiration. Need help juggling the balls of life? Having problem with time management? Well, listen to Gold Table Talk, where all we talk about is goals, goals, goals. Monday night at 7.30, we have Gold Table Talk. And this past Monday night, we had a special guest. Our guest is no stranger to time management. She's a first lady of a church, a mother of three, an educator, an entrepreneur, and the list goes on. First Lady Felicia Evans will share her superpower of how she gets it done and achieve her goals. Listen. We know we can't do anything without the Lord's blessings. And that's what we talk about. We want our goals to be blessed by God. So, um, so we're going to get right into it. I am so excited to have my former first lady here tonight. Yes. First lady Felicia Evans from my home church back in New York, Community Baptist Church. And, um, she came in a couple of years before I left, but I, I've known her for a very long time. And her father was actually my seminary professor and he was absolutely one of the best professors that anyone could learn not just the word of God but how to um, deliver the word so he was just excellent so we have her here tonight because I've just grown to just um, love and admire Felicia because Felicia does a lot of things and I'm certainly going to let her tell more about herself but just from what I know, she's a, uh, first off, she's a, a child of God, a woman of God. She's married, three children. She's um, a special ed teacher. She's an entrepreneur. She has her own business with a whole bunch of other women that follow her, that she has helped them to become entrepreneurs and have their own business. And she has just done so many things and you know the list is like etc 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 she also is a a singer and has a wonderful voice and certainly um when i was there she led praise and worship and i can tell you she would just just take us there because she's such an anointed you know young lady so we have her here tonight because our topic tonight is um juggling the balls of life and one of the challenges we have at Gold Diggers, as Gold Diggers, is finding the time to do what we need to do for not just ourselves, but for our family. But God has us here for a divine purpose. And sometimes we can get so bogged down that we can't even get into self to find what would God have us to do and you know and live out our passion and our purpose and i just have watched felicia from afar first lady that is and i've seen her really juggle this ball quite nicely 
and even with her sweet personality, I've just, I've never seen you losing. Now, I'm not gonna ask the pastor, but I've never seen a losing, okay? And that's a great thing, you know, cause I've seen some women losing, okay? And I'm just gonna raise my hand, but you know, and she just has such cause and composure. And I just thought she would just be a perfect guest for us tonight to learn from, you know? So without further ado, let's get right into our Gold Table Talk. And I see um, Sister Joy Johnson there. God bless you. Thanks for joining tonight. Um, I see Antoinette is there. And I think I even see my little grandbaby there, but I see my sister. I see you guys. Certainly to uh, Tabitha from Women's Slaying that most of our ladies go over there to you on Wednesday to listen to your uh, segment for, um, you know, empowering women with anxiety. So God bless you all and welcome tonight. You know, um, first lady, you can certainly tell us more about yourself, but I would like for you to share with us, what would you say is your superpower? Well, first, I want to say good evening, everyone, and thank you, Reverend Run. I call her Reverend Run <laughs> because when she was here, we would, you know, put on our little sneakers and we would run around the track together, and them little legs be getting it. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you to Reverend Run for inviting me, and uh, just a shout out to all of the Radical Gold Diggers. Thank you all for having me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It is like the highest compliment for, you know, Reverend Run to, uh, and I'm going to call her Reverend Run all night. So for <laughs> Reverend Run to, you know, invite me to be a part of her group, it is honestly the highest compliment because I know that she nurtures and cares for so many of you all and you all respect her highly. So for her to invite me into her space is the highest compliment of all. So I love you and thank you so much. Bless and you. kudos to you for all of the work that you are doing love you to pieces so Reverend Run asked me what my superpower is but I'm going to preface all of this by saying <laughs> I do not have it all together I promise you I do not have it all together alright I'm like the duck that's in the water and it's like smooth sailing and you see me doing this but I promise those feet are under the water you know going like this trying to stay afloat that's my story and I'm sticking to it okay <laughs> she asked me what my superpower is and I would like to think that my superpower is resilience, right? When you think about resilience, resilience is basically like the capacity to recover quickly from something that is difficult or something that is tough, right? I point myself as the comeback queen, all right? Because I go through some things, I fall down, I fall back, but my superpower is resilience because I have like this unwavering ability to like spring back into shape after something has happened that you know may have knocked me down or it may have knocked me out I can take a few moments and it's okay because sometimes you need to take right. a few minutes to regroup and get yourself back together and come back stronger than you were before you left that has to be the goal that has to be the mission so my superpower I would say is resilience because let me tell y'all I might get knocked out I might, but I'm like that little thing that you punch that goes down and it comes back up like that. I'm like, all right, I'm back, y'all. Everybody fine? We're here? All right. So that is my superpower, to be resilient and, you know, just to thrive in any type of situation. You know, if, if, something, like happens, that. if something happens, you have to have the frame of mind that says, you know what, I can come back from this. It, it might take me out for a moment, 
come back for this. And it's okay to have that front, that, you know, frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I like that. Gold Diggers, you have anything you would like to, um, you know, contribute to, 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 to that statement? Anyone feeling like they may have that type of resilience or can relate to that? being able to bounce back quickly. Well, I'm going to say that's something that I can work on because sometimes I can get stuck in the emotions. And I'm not going to lie about it. I can get stuck in the emotions. And and I'm conscious of that because I feel like I'm doing better with that. Like, don't get so caught up in it. Don't get so upset about it. Just pick up, move on and do what you have to do, you know? And Absolutely. so I can say that's something that you said it so well, but something that I honestly am working on. And uh, I think I'm doing better at it. You're doing My better at it. here on the line. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, know the people that are close to you they really know. know, you know, so I won't be telling any, any, you know, half tales tonight with, with my sister there that I kind of grew up like a twin with us. So she knows everything about me. So, but um, I think that's something I'm working on with um, not being so reactive and not getting caught up in emotion and being able to, to move on. Because the thing is, I'm, I've become so goal driven, you know, I, I want to, uh, you know, God to speak to me. And, and it, there's so many things that need to be done. And I know he knows how many hours are in the day. <laughs> exactly. He knows that. And, you know, it's, it's up to me to be obedient and to juggle things and be able to do it. So that leads me right to my next question for you, First Lady. How have you managed your time for your goals? Being an entrepreneur, someone very dedicated to their job and, and you know, uh, I know that's not an easy job, you know, working with children and, you know, just how do you juggle that ball with being a wife and minister of music and all these things that you do? How do you juggle that? So honestly, time management is my largest, it's, a, it's my biggest struggle. It's the thing that I struggle with the most. It's something that I am constantly and continually, continually working on because I know that I struggle with it. I am a part of the nation. And if y'all want to know what nation that is, it's the nation of procrastination, okay? I will wait until the last minute. And the reason I procrastinate is because I can still get accomplished what I need to get done. However, you know, and it still turns out nice. But I'm right. learning that if I really take the time to plan and do it the way, it can be better than nice. It can be great. It can be amazing. It can be explosive. It can be dynamic. So, you know, just setting that bar really high for myself. So some things that I've had to start doing is like literally blocking out time. I'm the type of person, like when I get working on something, I don't like to stop until I'm finished. So if I'm cleaning my room, and I, when I tell you, when I clean my room, I will just, I will take everything out the closet. And I, I'm going to reorganize it and it's midnight. And then I'd be looking like, oh, what did I just do? What did I just do? But then my brain, the way my brain works, it's like, all right, you're going to stay up until you finish this. However, I've learned to block my time so that I tell myself that, okay, you have between seven and eight to work on this. 
if it does not get finished, it is okay to move on to the next activity. And I learned that by teaching myself what I want is progress over perfection. All right, because I have a tendency to be a perfectionist. Like I said, I'll just keep working on it until I get right. it right and how I want it to be, regardless of what I have left undone. Kids might be not be fed, the husband might right. not be fed, you know, I might not have my work done for school, but I'm gonna get this project done. But I've learned that I have to um give myself grace, not too much, but some. I have to give myself some <laughs> grace and I have to live by I want progress over perfection it does not have to be perfect but as long as I've made some progress towards that goal I am in good standing with myself it does not have to be perfect in order for me to be in good standing with myself I have to have made progress towards that goal so in my time management that is something I, I you know focus on the most and, and you know I have to within that I have to focus on my daily schedule as far as what must be done but <laughs> needs to be done right. and what I want to do. All right. We are going, we're going to find that one must. That Say one that again. Must. Say that again in that I order. Gotta, I got to focus on what must be done, mm -hmm. what needs to be done and what I want to do. Okay. okay. All right. So okay. in that overall umbrella of my day, I'm going to get the must done. Okay. The must has to be done. All right. And I might do something that needs to be done. The dishes need to be done, right? That's not a must, but they need right. to be done. If they don't get done, nobody's going to die. You know, the world's right. not going to stop. They'll be there tomorrow. Nobody's going to come over and judge my house. That's right. it. That's all. So that's a need to be done. It may get done. It may not get done. And then those are the things that then we move to those things that we want to do. Those are things that you just, you know, want to do they might be your guilty pleasures it might you might want to watch a tv show you might want to you know pamper yourself and do a facial so those are things that you know they come and go but i have to focus on the must the the wants and the the needs because sometimes i'll be like let me i'm just gonna do the needs and the, the, the <laughs> you know the must might not get done and that's not that's not how we that's not how we tackle our goals by not we don't do our must you know right you know, another thing is making sure that I make my bed every morning hmm. because that, say means that, say I, that. I, that means I have at least accomplished one of my goals for the day first thing in the morning. And that may, I don't know about y'all, but that makes me feel a little bit good about myself. When I, when I turn to walk out that room in the morning and turn out that light and my bed is made, I'm like, girl, you did that. You already hit one of your goals for the day. And that was the make no bed. You, you go, girl. You know what? You about to go out here and do something else special today. So, I like that. I yeah. like that. I mean, can anyone relate to making up that bed in the morning? Yes. yes. Go nowhere. Okay. okay. There's some gold diggers that can relate yes. to that. Is the first yes. goal is to make the bed up yes. in the morning. That's that's really nice. Gold diggers, you have anything you want to contribute to her comments there? I. Um, this is Lisa. So all of that was like coming straight at me. Procrastination. Oh my gosh. I typically procrastinate on the must do's. And I wait till the last minute and then I'm feeling stressed and I'm feeling pressured because 
I didn't do it when I had plenty of time. Like you said, it comes out good, but it could be great. It could be excellent, you know? And so then I'm mad at myself because, you know, I'm beating up myself because I should have done it earlier. Um, and then lately the, the, the want to do's went out, mm -hmm. <laughs> but the perfectionist thing right now, you said closet, my closet is completely pulled out because I refuse to put it back any kind of way is it all had to had hardwoods put down and i'm like i am not just gonna throw it back in there it's going to be not put back because i have to do work again and i wanted to fix it anyway so it's just sitting there staring at me in my master bathroom all power like when are you gonna put me back <laughs> but i'm waiting to be able to put it back perfect <laughs> maybe i just <laughs> so thank you put it back any kind of way right now so i don't look at it Wow. Wow. I, I, I like that, though, because, um, you know, we can get so caught up, you know, in one thing, knowing that there's not other things that we have to do. So I like the way you said how you prioritize to get it done and you do get it done. You know, um, let me ask you, can you share some of your tools that you may use or strategies to do just that? Are you using your phone or how are you, what tools are you using to keep yourself balanced? So all of it is mental with me. It's all mental. When I feel like I have a large amount of things to do, I just literally cannot focus on it. It's just like, I, I don't wanna do nothing. Okay, when there's so many things coming at you and you have so many things to accomplish. So I have to break things down into small bite-sized pieces. So yes, I look at the whole big goal. So I'll say, I wanna do X, Y, and Z. And that seems intimidating to me. And that's make that's what makes me want to not do it, not you know go forth or anything like that. But when I stop and I say, okay, this is what I want to accomplish at the end of the year. What will that look like at the end of the month? Okay, let me divide that by 12. What does that look like at the end of the day? What does that look like by the end of the hour? What does that end look like by the, you know, like by the minute um, when I'm when I'm calculating and blocking out my time during the day? It seems so much more palatable and easier to, you know, achieve. You know, um, I always say this, we can't complain about, um, you know, we can't complain about wanting to um, having a full plate if the goal was to eat, right? <laughs> you can't right. complain about having a full plate if the, if the goal is to eat. So everybody's right. saying, oh, my, my plate is so full, but you wanted to eat, right? And then we're saying, oh, this is falling off of my plate. That is falling off of my plate. You know what you got to do? You got to scoop it up and slap it right back on that plate. <laughs> Okay. And I the like real, real thing is everything don't need to be on the plate at the same time. Something has to fall off the plate sometimes. And when you get to get a second, you pick it up and you put it back on the plate. But what must be on the plate has to be on the plate. Um, I'm really big right now and I have not always been, you know, that big with this is using my calendar on my phone to make sure that I put those things in there because a reminder is set and if that if it's not in my phone, I might not know. You know, people ask me to do things like maybe two or three months later and I'm like, yeah, girl, I'll be there to do that. <laughs> then if I don't put it in the phone, that two or three months later come and they messaging me like, oh, can you come and do that? And I'm like, I said I was going to do that. 
<laughs> when, did say, when did I say I was going to do that? My phone didn't say I was going to do that. So I have to be cognizant. And actually, I, I, you know, that is a great thing to my husband. He started doing that. He started a family um, calendar where if he puts something on the calendar, it pops up on my calendar. I put something, it, it you know, pops up on his calendar. I put up one of the dry erased calendars in my kitchen so that right. kids can see what we have, what we don't have when they have doctor's appointments, when they don't have school. And look, he just logged in. Look, do you see that? Look who just logged Pastor in. Pastor Evans. Oh my just, goodness. She was just out Okay. All there good is things. A pastor All good things. On deck, ladies. There's a pastor on deck. Okay. All good things. Pastor. All good things. Look, look. Y'all mm-hmm. tell him I was saying all good things. All good things. Yes. Right? And I was just about to ask you, what tool is that? Is that Google Calendar? What type of calendar is that? Is going to everybody else's calendar? Um, that is, is it- if you have the iPhone, if you're an iPhone user. It is just your calendar that's on your iPhone. So I, I believe it is okay. attached to my Google Mail, to my Gmail. Okay. But it's a I family like calendar. We use it. He puts things on the calendar. I put things on the calendar. We both can see them to kids' doctor's appointments. I even have my live schedule on there for when I'm going to go live. I have a live schedule on there for when I'm going to make him go live with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we like we really have to plan it out because with three children, three school age children, and, you know, he's pastoring. He's an entrepreneur in his own right. I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. I do I do Zumba. You know, I'm on the student. I forgot team. about that. Yes. Yeah. So I do so many different things. So I literally, if I don't write it down, it's not it's not happening. Like it, you might as well not even told me. Right. And that's <laughs> one thing we talked about was writing it down. You know, we we can have it all here, but there's something about writing it down that makes you accountable for getting it done you know yeah. it's and, and when you see it and now it's coming back at you it's something about writing it down and like you said using certain tools to put it in a calendar or something like that all right, right and blocking biggest... blocking that time out telling yourself yes. it's okay to finish this at seven and move on to the next activity yes and i and i know sister joy johnson talked about something like that in our earlier um gold table talks about how she would map out her day and and you know and all those time slots i remember that you saying something like that joy but you ladies have anything you want to contribute to her tools and strategies that she's using to stay on task yes sister felicia um you are definitely i feel like we are soul sisters because everything Hey girl. I, it's your birthday in August, August 24th, <laughs> September. September 27th. Are, well, you're close to a Virgo or um, so you are very close to that perfectionist because that's me. I use that all the, um, you know, and I, it's funny that I tell myself that, okay, I'm gonna make some progress today because everybody tells me, Joy, you can't just be a perfectionist. So I say that all the time. So when you said that, I was like, I say that, you know, <laughs> it's always good because you can get so caught up and so trying to get do all of this, all of this, all of this. But with now, right now, I'm washing clothes. I'm on the phone call. I'm listening. I'm washing clothes. I've cooked dinner. I got to go. My husband's down there working on stuff from church. And so I'm just doing a little bit of this. I just, my, my um, cousin, she needed a car seat. I went and cleaned that out, sprayed it off. So, but you, like you said, you have to block me. I literally map out my time and I said if I don't get it done I mean I have to write it down 
And I literally start from the beginning of the day. Okay, from this time to this time, I'm going to do this. From this time to this time, because right, you'll see, you'll notice that you will. You'll waste a lot of time if you you will waste a lot of time throughout the day. And if you just want to sit down and do nothing, just block that out too. I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> and I'm going to take rest. I'm doing nothing from at this time. But I'm I'm an advocate of you have to literally write it down. Um, in my calendar on my phone I actually I don't know even you know how they have gray check marks and green check marks I put everything gray and then I turn them green when I so it can it's a visual for me to be able to say okay these are the things that still need to be completed um, right. and then I can then I can move them on over to the next day and say okay I'm gonna continue that and so then it can start back over because if you check I mean you put check marks it's just like a to-do list it's in your phone you put great check marks, and then when you complete it, you turn it green. So then you can see progress for yourself. So um, you're right on target with just, you know, writing it down, scheduling, um, make progress over perfection, and just continue to. I mean, I'm, I literally, and I have to make up my bed every day. It just gives me a sense of, I don't know, you know, my mother told me you never know who's going to walk in your house. <laughs> who's going to walk in your house? Who has to walk in your house? And you're not there, and you don't want your your dirty drawers on the floor. Something else, you just gotta have, have stuff in order. And I and it happened to us twice last week. And I told my kids, I said, you just never know who's gonna come into our house at what time. So I was telling my kids the same way. And I understand three school age children, kindergarten, third, and fifth. And I'm an educator. That's why I said it's like I, 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 I mean, so literally. Um, you're, you're, I mean, everything you're saying, I, I can just say thumbs up. I totally agree with it. Um, and we just got to keep and pray. And sometimes you just got to stop and you pray, Lord, give me strength. And I, used to, I say that all the time, Lord, give me strength. Okay, what's next? Um, and it's not what, you know, we get, instead of getting overwhelmed, I, my dad used to always say, it's not what's coming, it's when it's coming. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, you, it's, so you really just got to ask yourself, okay, well, and sometimes so then ask yourself, okay, what's next? You got to know when it's coming. So you say, what is it? Okay, now I, I recognize what you are, what this thing is, and we're going to conquer this one at a time. So um, right. I'm very inspired by your words tonight, and that's my Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And Gold Diggers, I want you to um, kind of reflect on you know, uh, our question was to First Lady, what was her superpower? And she let us know. But it's really good that you know what your uh, power is coming from. That's so important. And, and, and reflect on that, too, because it's, it's always good to know, you know, what's going to get you through the day. You know, and she let us know what her strategy to have. She's resilient. She just lets her know she's going to bounce back no matter what's coming her way. And um, so that's just something for you to re reflect in your in your downtime. Um, going on to tools and strategies, ladies, anything else you want to contribute before we move on to our next question for our first lady? Anybody want to add any other type of, um, you know, tool that they may be using to capture the time of the day? Because it does slip away. <laughs> okay, okay, well, we're going to work harder to capture every every moment of, of God's time. You know, I talk about this in, in a sermon I preach, you know, honoring, honoring time is, is so important. You know, God gave us a day, another day to, to get it right or to do what needs to be done. And when we can go into the day 
you know, having it scheduled, I'm going to maximize. Now, of course, anything can happen, and Lord knows anything does happen, but at least we know where we're going tomorrow. I'm going to try to go this way, you know, and being the person that I am, I can be pulled from many places, and I just have to be ready to know how long I'm going to be in that place, you know, because that leads me right into my next question. How do you say no? How you doing, Leah? How do you say no when you're trying to stay on task? Listen, that that's another struggle. You just hit all my struggles tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I have a real tough time saying no. Uh, as you see my husband's face I, 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 that that screen. I see him god bless you sir i have an extremely tough time saying no however what i have had to you know tell myself is like it hurts me to tell people no honestly like i just want to help everybody out i want to be everywhere that everybody asked me to to be you know i want to help everybody's child i want to go pick everybody's kid up i want to do everybody's like i just <laughs> i just be trying to do everything and and I genuinely want to do it. And it honestly hurts me to say no, but I am realizing that in the long run, it feels good when I say no. So in that mm. moment, it might hurt to have to tell that person no. And I might think that they're upset with me or you know that they might be mad at me because I said no. But I have to realize that in the long run, sometimes that no feels good. Like when I have that Saturday and I have nothing to do, that no felt good. You know, when I had that time after school and I have right. nothing to do, I have time to relax or I do have something to do, but I can give that my full attention. That no that I gave somebody, it, it felt good. Now it feels good. It didn't feel good in the moment, but now it feels good because I'm not breaking my neck trying to do every single little thing. And I'm like, I promise I'm still a work in progress. I still, st somebody <laughs> will still call me tomorrow and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a work in progress, but I am getting better at, you know, telling people no. I honestly am getting better at, at saying no. But sometimes I still fall back into, you know, my old ways. And I have to remind myself, this no is going to feel better later. It might not feel good right, right. now, but it's going to feel, it's going to feel 100% better later. Well, you you have such a, a wonderful personality. And if you say no, the way you say it, I'm sure doesn't land on somebody in, let's say, you know, a sad way. You know, if you say no, if anyone knows First Lady, if she said no, it's because she couldn't do it. You know, I know you to be that type of person. If you can do it, you're going to do it. But if you can't do it, you're going to say no. But you can say no to people and they can get upset with you. You'd be like, why is this person not calling me? Like what, you know? So I'm gonna put that out on the table. Does anyone can can relate to saying no, but may get some negative feedback? I see Lisa's <laughs> hand up. I see so, a hand up there. Saying no is one of the most powerful things that any human being can learn to do if you're a giver, if you're a doer. I too was that person just ran and ripped it. Especially when I didn't have any children, I felt like I had children my whole life up until 35 when I had my son because I was always running around. I was at the ball game. I was doing this, I was doing that. And, and I found that after a while, 
I felt like I was being set up. People say, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And I said, oh, nothing. Good, can you do X, Y, and Z for me? And I'm thinking, well, I was doing nothing because I needed to rest. Like I wanted to do nothing, you know? Um, and so now I've learned to say, what do you want me to be doing before I answer the question? I don't answer the question and say what I'm doing until I find out what they want me to be doing. And they said, no, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to help you with that. And yes, I do get a lot of pushback. I've gotten, I've changed and I'm different. And, um, you know, they blame it on the, the person in my life or a new friend I may have, oh, you must be doing something. You know, it can't just be because I don't want to, or I don't have you're reclaiming your time. Or I need to, <laughs> on, or I need to focus on me, you know? Um, and, you know, people say, oh, you know, that's, you're being selfish. No, focusing on me is not being selfish. Focusing on me is, 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 is self-care, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's powerful to learn to say no. And, and you have to, because if you fall apart, then what? You know? Yes, absolutely. You know, in my devotional this morning, I was reading and it was about, you know, the nurse always administering the medicine to the patient, but who administers what she needs and that we need to um, um, be able to take care of ourselves and don't burn out, you know, trying to be everything to everybody, but really recognizing ourselves and, and certainly our health and things like that should take priority in, in our lives. So that's important. Anybody else have anything to say about saying no before we move on? That's when you just tell people, well, it's a time and a season for everything. And the time is not now, you know? <laughs> so sometimes you can, it don't have to be a resounding no, it could be a not now. And so that's what I've learned too, because I, I will give out, I'm going to give to the point of sacrifice and I will sometimes I'm sacrificing my time. Sometimes it could be, but then now I know that I am, um, my unit, I call it my, <laughs> this is our unit, our family unit and my circle of influence and the three kids in my house and my husband, um, they, they're, they're my priority. And they, so I have to start at home. I got to make sure that home is, has, is taken care of. But then I also, even with my kids, sometimes I teach them that sometimes it can be a sacrifice for them right. because I want to teach them sacrifice too, you know, and then they have to learn that God is with them. And it may not be me. If I, like Sunday, we had gymnastics meet there in competitive gymnastics, Saturday and Sunday, I was at the meet, but my husband was at church, you know, working the sound system, singing in the choir. He had to do that. So they have to learn that, you know, he did a sacrifice for God, but you know what? That didn't mean that, you know what? They both came out first place, you know, whatever. So it, but they didn't feel any kind of way that he wasn't there. So right. they learned sacrifice too. But when it's, you know, when people have to sacrifice, it could be time or anything else. Sometimes it's just not a not now. It's a not now. I've learned right. to say, no, I've learned to say no. And then I've learned to say not now. It's just not the time. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that was well said. Not now. And you know what I've also learned? This is Angela. I've learned that people will make assumptions about you. I'm, I'm not married and I don't have any kids. So people just automatically assume that I've got lots of time to do whatever it is that they need me to do. You sound realizing like my that, <laughs> Realizing I got a full-time job. I have two businesses that I'm operating and there is no such thing as free time. So I've got to make sure that I'm balancing myself out as well as self-caring for myself. And just because I don't have a husband or kids doesn't mean that I just have unlimited hours. I got the same 24 hours in the day that you have. And so, 
my no is not because I don't want to, it's just because I can't. And just because I don't have a family doesn't mean that my hours are not as important to me as yours are to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. That, that I'm telling you, I have um, a relative that's the same way. You know, she's, she's like, what did he think? I don't have nothing to do. <laughs> but she has really uh, utilized her, her time to care for not only the, the church, but certainly her family. You know, she, she has really ironed out her time where I would call her an octopus because she is just like, I don't know how she's doing it, but she does it. You know, so, you know, God, God really gives us what we need, you know, and um, sometimes if someone comes to you and, you know, and they need you, you can, you can also assess it right then and there, you know, is this something I have to do right now? Sometimes I have to, I have to pray about it, you know, do, do I have to do this right now? Certainly in what I do, that becomes very important because you know, I, I'm, I'm here for the people of God, you know? So, you know, I have to be very careful um, with my nose, so to speak, you understand? So I have to really, you know, discern and have the spirit with me. Can, can I do it or can I not do it, but be more sensitive to the need that's being asked. That's where, where I'm going with that. So, you know, no is not easy for me at all. But um, I, I, I will say no, or, or, or like Sister Johnson said, you know, uh, not now, you know, and can I do it another time or can we reschedule, <laughs> you know, that type of thing, like is there a better time? Do you need me right now? That's the question, do you need me right now? And so no is, is, is something that, um, it's very important because going back to self-care, we have to have that time, it's just like, the body going to sleep. It needs that time to rejuvenate. We need time to restore and to be able to come back. So we have to make time to still away and do what we have to do to relax our mind or we'll all just be all over the place, you know, and it's very easy to get like that, you know, and before you know it, you're snapping at your husband, snapping at the kids and because it's now it's unbalanced. It's unbalanced, you know, so that's that was um, very good, uh, First Lady, for what you said there. Before we move on, anybody else? I, I, just, I just want to say one thing about what you said, because you were saying that, you know, what, what what I heard in my in my head when you were talking was you also have to want to do it. You should also be able to say no when you really truly don't want to do something. You know, I've told someone no and then they says, Oh, well, I can't believe I said, Well, I really don't want to. You know, do you want me to do something for you or with you that, that I don't want to do? Like I don't want to do anything I'm gonna resent later. Like, you know what I mean? My heart That's has, a good scenario. My, my heart has to be in it like I don't want anybody to do anything for me that they're going to resent later if you don't want to do it please tell me no I'm okay you know you have to also want to do it it's not necessarily about time you know you might be available and have time you may just not want to do it and it should be okay and people mm -hmm. should accept that right right absolutely well you know um first lady we we are coming down to the the last part of our last 15 minutes for this um, segment, I would love to ask you for some final 
words or some what we like to call gold nuggets that you can give this group because we are daily trying to make strides to really achieve the goals and 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 achieving goals is not just for like self-gratitude we we want to be all that god has called us to be and we want to be able to be used in a way that that it makes a difference you know we're we, we want to build ourselves, but we want to build communities, you know? So I just want to ask you for any uh, final last tidbit that you would like to give us by way of gold nuggets. Get All your right. pens, ladies, get your pens. <laughs> <laughs> so what I have learned most recently with my goals is, and this comes straight from the Bible, is you have not because you ask not. When you are looking to achieve your goals and you know, when you have a target that you wanna hit, it's so easy to feel isolated in that goal and feel like you're the only person that's concerned about that goal and no one is helping you and like, how am I gonna get this done alone? And the reason I brought up you have not because you ask not and not only asking God, but we have a village of family, we have a village of friends, we have coworkers that ask us for anything that they they want to ask for right so when we have our goals and we need assistance or we need tools or we need resources your biggest asset is to be able to ask those people around you for what you need because Amen. you don't know whether or not someone will help you or not i can give you a clear example I run a business, I, you know, I sell a product and, you know, I was having a difficult time when I was going live and I felt like no one was watching me. So therefore, if no one is watching me, then I can't move my product. And that's the point of, you know, what I'm trying to do. I have a certain goal of how much product I would like to, you know, move each month. I set my goals and I'm like, all right, I get myself all ready. I get my merchandise and my products together. And I'm like, you know, I get my backdrop. I got my light and I'm like, this is about to be a good, this is going to be a good live, right? <laughs> I push that button and I'm like, crickets, like where the people at? Where everybody at? All right, so now I'm defeated. Like I got, oh, I got these products. I got, you know, I did what I was supposed to do and nobody is here. It wasn't until I had an aha moment and I was like, you know what? I got to start asking people for what I need. What do I need? I need support, right? So Amen. now guess what? I'm getting ready to go live. I'm going to text Tabitha and say, Tab, I'm getting ready to go live. Even if you can't stay the whole time, come on, say hi, share it and then you can leave, all right? So now I'm gonna tap into my troops. I'm gonna tap into my network. And I'm I'm like this before I go live. <laughs> it might be the same message 30 times. And I might say something different at the end, like love you, hey boo, checking on you, you know. And right. you know what? The support that I received was tremendous. When I tell you my mm. live numbers increased and it was, I was holding myself back because I was just assuming that because I pushed the button and that's in so many different areas. It's not just live. This is not just speaking about going live, but right. found out that just because I pushed the button, people weren't going to be there. Like sometimes mm. they don't see you. Sometimes it doesn't come up in their newsfeed. And, and like I said, I'm not just talking about social media. I'm just, it's right. not all about social media. This is about life in general. You think because you have something and it's so wonderful and you just set out to do it, that people are gonna see you and they're gonna come and you haven't asked anyone to come and help you or support you with your goal. 
All right. So with, with that social media, now I've learned I'm going to push that button, but I'm going to rally up my troops in the All background because right. I got troops because I've been somebody's troop. Okay. All right. So now I got troops. I'm going to rally up my troops so that when I go live, I have hashtag supporters, right? We have supporters now that are doing this and doing that. And I don't care if you don't buy, buy anything. I don't care if you don't purchase anything. I don't even care if you don't say anything, but I know that you have, that I have your support and you are there for me and you are boosting me up. Once people see my community and my network participating and being there for me, then they're like, hey, what's that about? I want to be a part of that too. I want to see what she's talking about. So my biggest nugget that I have is you have not because you ask not. All right, hey, get out man. there and start asking these people that you've been doing for for support right back. And it's not all about dollars and cents. The biggest compliment that you can pay is a referral, right? The biggest compliment you can pay is saying that I like this person or I like something that they did for me. You, that doesn't cost you a dime, right? All you have to do is share. That doesn't cost you a dime. Doesn't cost you anything. Right. So when you show yourself kind, when you show yourself friendly to other people, people will show themselves friendly to you. All right. Amen. Another thing we have to remember when, with our goals, when we are trying to accomplish our goals is we have to treat people the way that we like to be treated. We encounter and we run into so many people that I tell it like it is, you know, if somebody do something down, like I'm gonna let them know. I'm gonna let them da, 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 da. But if you do the same thing to that type of person, they cannot handle it, right? right they right. cannot handle it. They cannot take what they dish out. Yes. So that is mm -hmm. one of my biggest numbers, n um, biggest things. Treat people the way that you like to be treated. And sometimes it takes a second to step back and be like, wait a minute, how do I need to respond? How can I, and my key, my buzzword is, how can I pivot? and All respond right. to or come back to this situation or come back you know more successfully than i need to come back right right because if you have two angry people arguing with each other you don't know which one is sane and which one is insane they both look crazy <laughs> they both look they both look crazy right oh yes so when you step oh, back and you pivot and you say you know what how can i respond in a way that i would like to be responded to it still doesn't have to be on one accord with the person it doesn't have to be the same opinion it doesn't right. have to be you know you don't have to be on the same same wavelength but you can respond in a way that the person still respects you will still support you and say you know what the way you responded i'm still going to support you i'm still going to rock with you i'm still going to ride out with you right take the time to listen to them right take the time to just you know be a listening ear hear what they have to say and say well i understand what you're saying but maybe if we did it this way or maybe right. if we did it that way or maybe we can come to a common ground you know things like that so those are those are those are like two of my biggest nuggets that i generally live by treat people the way that you want to be treated and you have not because you ask not I like that. That's beautiful. Ladies. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you got a gold digging nugget to help you move forward in your goals. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and be a part of our group.
And if you want, be a part of our conversation on every Monday night at 7.30 at Gold Table Talk, where we talk about goals, goals, goals. We would love to see you there and for you to tell us how you're doing with your goals. Thank you. Thank you.